Hi, this is Pastor Mike Gordon, and welcome to Bethel Brandon's Sunday Message. For more information about this podcast and more resources, visit us at BethelBrandon.ca. Uh, for those of you who are here for the very first time, we got a special treat for you. If there was someone that uh, was coming for the first time to church, I'm thinking that this would be the type of church service that I would like to invite them to. It is our baptismal service, and the baptismal service is wonderful because it represents everything we celebrate as a body of believers. And so you are about to witness is... The fact that Jesus changes lives and the power of God does work in people's lives even to this very day. Now, does that make them perfect? No, it doesn't make them perfect. But it allows God to move in their lives as they take that first step. With it, with the first thing Jesus tells us to do if we're going to believe in him is to be baptized. And so if you're here and you've never been baptized and you love Jesus with all of your heart... Um, I encourage you to do that at our next baptismal service. And, uh, and we're trying to make it as easy as we possibly can for people to share testimonies. And you're going to kind of see a little bit of that um, uh, today. So basically what baptism is, it's a public declaration of the decision to follow Jesus. It is that public decision of an internal um, work. Um, I was doing some studying this, this week about the history of baptism, and I just kind of found some real interesting things. But the thing that interests me the most about baptism was that at the very first 50 years of the church, it was an important feature. Because what happened was most of Christianity and, and the birth of Christianity kind of happened through the Jewish tradition because it was the coming of the Messiah that was, that was prophesied in the Old Testament. So the first number of converts to Christianity were mostly Jewish people. And to be baptized, to make a decision to be baptized was a huge decision because when you made that decision to follow Jesus, you all of a sudden became out as a believer in the Messiah. And, and to do that, many people said, if I see you get baptized, you are no longer part of this family. You will no longer be in the will. You will no longer be part of the Jewish community that you have been part of your whole life. You will, you will not be invited to the synagogue. For many people who own businesses, they lost their business because the other Jewish merchants would say, well, if you are a follower of what they called the way at that time, what took place was you no longer had business with your closest associates. And so many people lost their businesses. Many people lost their families. And so to actually make that decision, there were a number of people at that time who believed in the Messiah, but were very much afraid to be baptized. But those people who did had to be very bold. It meant that their life was going to change significantly. We see that the same Today in other countries, I know of a pastor who told the story of as he was doing a missions work in East Malaysia, they had a baptismal service and a 14-year-old and a girl who got baptized brought her luggage with her. He says, why are you bringing your luggage with you? She said, well, if I get baptized today, my dad said, don't bother coming home. And so we see this as a, an important thing. It was a public declaration of their decision to follow Jesus. And baptism says, I am a follower I will not silently follow Jesus. Your word says that I need to acknowledge you because if I acknowledge you before people on earth that you will acknowledge me when I'm in heaven. I just want to say that I love you with all of my heart. I don't want anyone to not know it. 
Not that I'm going to be, not that I'm going to be shoving it down everyone's throat, but everyone should at least know that I'm a passionate follower of Jesus. You know, the one, the, it's, it's a signification that, that um, we're making a declaration of dependence. I don't depend on myself. I depend on God. It says in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17, therefore if, anybody, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. Old things are passed away. All things are become new. I'm no longer the boss of my life. I actually have Jesus as Lord of my life. Really, baptism is a public, visible, physical act of worship. It's being saying, God, I am so thankful that you have done this for me. I'm so thankful that you have come into my life. And you will notice many times at a baptismal service that there will just be an atmosphere of worship, a pleasure of the Lord. And I believe that is because this is a public declaration of thankfulness for God dying for us on the cross. And it's something which is, is a physical act which, which worships the Lord. Thanks, God, for everything that you have done. It is like a physical reminder that we cannot save ourselves. Like one of the most famous passages on baptism is Romans chapter 6 verse 4. It says, therefore, we've been buried with him through baptism into death so that Jesus, just as Christ uh, was raised from the dead, though the glory of the, through the glory of the Father, so we too may walk in newness of life. And that signifies it. What baptism is really saying is that I accept the fact that Jesus did the work for me on the cross through resurrection from the dead. Jesus did the work that I could never do on my own. One pastor one talked about, once talked about this. And he says, it's kind of like a situation where perhaps you are at death row. You have been charged for a crime in which you are going to die and you don't die right away. What they say is, in a year or two, when, this, when the, the time is ready, you're going to die. And so you haven't died, but really you have died because you have been sentenced to death. And in that process, there's kind of a number of years. He says, well, what happens if all of a sudden someone one day says, listen, he visits you and he says, listen, if you can kind of acknowledge the fact of who I am, I will let my son's death pay for your price. And that's basically... What baptism is all about, the realization, the recognition that Christ has paid the price for us. Does baptism save us? No, the blood of Jesus saves us. But baptism is just that acknowledgement. It's an external expression of an internal reality. And many of us have seen this, but some of us perhaps have only seen this for the first time. Maybe you're just kind of joining and you're not really too sure about this, what this is all about. And I ask myself, like if you don't have any kind of religious background, if you kind of know nothing about Christianity whatsoever, this, kind of, this baptism thing would kind of seem weird, don't you think? Like what happens is two people get in the water one guy kind of makes some type of proclamation and he grabs the other person and throws him under the water. And the other person lets it happen. And after a few minutes, hopefully not fatal minutes, he pulls that person up and everybody claps. They go out afterwards, they have potato salad, everyone's happy about the situation. Like you don't know about Christianity... 
if this is your first time seeing this, you're thinking, isn't that kind of weird? Isn't that kind of different? What kind of person allows that to happen? It's almost like a humiliating act. And I think that there's purpose behind that. It's that point where we say, I was once the old person, but when I was baptized, the old person died, and the new person comes back through the resurrection of Jesus. So God, I relinquish my life. I allow God for you to move. I humble myself. I become totally obedient to God. And so we're going to hear some stories. And we're going to have two people who are going to give their testimony. The other ones will do it through a video testimony. So we'll see how this goes. And I'm trusting that God is going to move. So God, I just pray that that you'll be with every person who is making a proclamation of their faith through baptism. Pray, God, that you bless them. And I pray that you bless us. And may your spirit, Father, just come through in a wonderful way, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. At this time, I'm going to ask uh, Joanne Zomo to come, and she's going to share her testimony. Morning, church. My name is Joanne Zomo. I'm just so happy to see my family and friends and my church family too as well. I'm overwhelmed this morning with joy and various emotions. When Leanne called me and said, hey, Joanne, would you like to give your testimony or do you want someone to read out for you? I freaked out. Shaman, I see you. <laughs> I freaked out and I said, nope, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I can't speak out in public, but I actually can. This is not my first experience being baptized. At my first baptism, I was six years old. I had my elder sister, Marianne, with me, and my younger brother, James. It was part of the seven sacraments of faith. So I was an Anglican. And I remember just being happy about my white dress and having godparents, because I felt they'll give me candy, right? Well, I was six. I will go on many other times to give my life to Christ. I'd given my life to Christ at age six, but I kept giving my life to Christ every time there was an altar call, just like most six-year-old kids will do. It wasn't until a drastic incident happened in our lives that I knew who God was. The first incident, I was 13 years old, and we lost our dad to cancer. And two years later, my mom had cancer and died. At that point, I knew that God was the father of the fatherless because if you were a Nigerian, there was no CFS to come rescue you. There was no family to come help you. Rather, family took everything away and you just had to fend for yourself. So at age 15, I knew who God was and I had a younger brother I was responsible for. He's a grown man now and he's upstairs recording me to tease me about this later on. Um, at that point, God showed up as the father of the fatherless because I'm standing here today by God's mercies and grace. I'm not asking you to cry over what happened in the past, but be thankful. Join me in thanking God for his faithfulness. I wrestled in my spirit about having an immersion baptism for quite a few years. I've been in Bethel for eight years. But the Holy Spirit kept prompting me that declare your faith, you know, in God 
to fellow believers. For a couple of vain reasons, I didn't want to get immersed. One was my hair. I always had my hair done. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. The second was, what if my makeup gets ruined? You know, I had different things, you know, for that. But then the Holy Spirit kept putting that in me. And I want to share one of my favorite scriptures with all of us. Philippians 2, 9 to 11. It says, Therefore God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Today I make a public declaration of my faith in Jesus. He's faithful through every season and he never fails. I'd like the church to join me in singing a brief song. It's a chorus. It's a popular hymn, but I'll be singing just a chorus. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassion, they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. I know I said the chorus, but I started with the verse, so <laughs> thank you. Um, but just so you know, it goes on to say, Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have ever needed, God's hand has provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joan, for that testimony. We're going to have um, Raven, Raven Strong. Well, huh? Raven is going to be sharing. And I just wanted to have a time of prayer with Raven afterwards. And she'll share her testimony. And uh, we're going to pray for her specifically. Okay, come on up, Raven. Hi, I am Raven. <laughs> um, so I just want to share my testimony. I have never given a testimony before the church before. I have never given one. Um, so be nice. <laughs> um, so for over a decade, I have fought addiction and unbelief. I recently learned there's a difference between disbelief and unbelief. Unbelief is more of a lack of faith. And that really struck home for me. <clears throat> Um, I recognize that I am still a sinner, but also a child of God, and I am grateful to God for repeatedly saving me many, many times. Um, I am tired of living under Satan's yoke, and I love Jesus Christ, and so I wish to be baptized so I can begin living in Christ. And Luke 1.74 comes to mind, for we have been saved from our enemies so that we can serve God without fear. Just as I was talking with Raven beforehand, she kind of brought some her, brought her own anointing oil. Talk about being prepared. But she said, you know what? I've been dealing with addiction my whole life. And my hope, my prayer is through this step of baptism and, and that, that, that the demons will be gone. And um, she said, can you pray for me and maybe anoint me with oil? I just want to have, allow God to have all of me. And I want to be able to have victory. And I said, well, 
Let's pray in front of the whole congregation. Let's anoint and agree together that God will move in her life. So we anoint you, Raven, with oil, which is representative of the Holy Spirit moving in your life. And so, Lord, we just pray right now in Jesus' name, any kind of demons, any kind of obstruction from addiction, God, will be removed. Father, we pray for the delivering hand of God. No matter what happens, Father, you are, you are, she is a child of God. And we just pray, Father, through whatever trials that she might be going through, Father, that you will help them through her, Father. But, Lord, she's praying for deliverance right now. And so, Lord, we just agree in Jesus' name, Father, that you will deliver her, Father, from some of the things that have been holding her back. And we just agree because we believe, Father, that nothing is too difficult for you, that, God, you will just release and take away any kind of the demons, any kind of thing, any kind of evil influence that is on her life, oh God. We pray, Father, over her family tree, God. We pray, Father, of any curses that might be upon her life and upon her family. We pray for the presence of God and for complete deliverance, Father. And Lord, when, when you touch people, they were absolutely free, Father. And so, Lord, we do that right now according to Scripture in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God is good. So, we have seven people being baptized, and I'm going to go get myself prepared. Pastor Stephen is going to be doing some. I think we have a memory, memory verse which is taking place as well, and I'm going to hand things over to Pastor Glenn. Uh, our baptismal candidates are going to go out the back, and we're going to meet at the back and get prepared for the baptism. Pastor Glenn. Great, Jesse. He's going to invite you to stand one more time, and you can remain seated for the rest of it. But uh, if you stand with us for a second, if you want to stretch your legs, if you're more comfortable seated, you're welcome to remain seated. Jessie's going to come, and uh, when she's, when we've got the kids up here, Neil will give you a mic to talk. So kids, you can come while we're singing this uh, song here together. When you found me, I was so blind. My sin was before me, I was swallowed by Out of the darkness, you brought me to your light. You showed me new mercy and opened up my eyes. From the day you saved my soul till the very moment when I come home, I'll sing, I'll dance, my heart will overflow. Day you sing that again from the day you saved my soul till the very moment when I come home. I'll sing, I'll dance, my heart will overflow. From the day you saved my soul. Excellent, wonderful job. You may be seated. Good morning. I'm Jesse. I am one of the volunteer leaders in the kids' church. I help lead the Seekers class, which is all these lovely kids. And one of my main things I do in the classroom is I teach the memory verse each month, each week. So we have a special memory verse we have that we are going to perform for you today. And like Pastor Mike said before, if any of you want to help in the kids' class, it's very much needed. But, yeah. So you guys ready? All right. You guys ready? Three, two, 
We we have Chaz Prees here this morning, and uh, Chaz is is growing up in this church, and uh, you know, and so I've had the opportunity to to watch him grow up, and it's just been awesome. And so we're going to show his testimony by video this morning. And so if you want to just watch the screen, we'll see what he has to say. My name is Chaz Priest, and I'm in grade six, and I'm 11 years old. I became a Christian when I was six years old. I became a Christian because I want to follow Jesus. I want to get baptized because I want to follow, I want to serve Jesus, and I want to um, tell other people about the good news. I want to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. You can remain seated. There'll be a little bit of back and forth. We're going to sing while they're getting in between people there. And we might stop in the middle of a verse, but uh, we'll start with the second verse of that song. We were just singing there, David. When brilliant light is all around And endless joy is the only sound Rest my heart forever now In your arms I'll always be found From the day you saved my soul Till the very moment when I come home I'll sing, I'll dance my heart will overflow from the day you saved my soul. All right, we we have Eli Moen here this morning as well. And uh, once again, he is one of the kids that has grown up in this church. And I'm sure most of you would, would know his family. And, uh, and so, yeah, and so we have another video here for Eli that we want to show. What does it mean to be a Christian? It means that you want to believe in God and that you want to draw closer to Jesus and that you know what he did for you. How did you become a Christian? I became a Christian when I was going to church every with my parents and my family, and then I became closer and closer with him each week, and I eventually made the decision to believe in him and that I invited him into my life. And since then, I've been going to Devoted, um, and I've been learning about him more than youth. I've been bringing friends there, and we've all been learning more stuff there. And that's it. Why did you become a Christian? I became a Christian because you made the decision. So you kind of want to get closer to him if you made a decision. And you want to be in his tribe. Why do you want to get baptized? I want to get baptized because I want him to use me. And I think it's like a permission sheet. You want him to use you, so you check it off, and it shows him that you want him to use you, 
in a good way for his purpose. And that if you you have good faith, you'll, you'll start with this little flint, but eventually you'll turn out as this big flint. All right, Eli, by the confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, we now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do the chorus and the bridge there, David. From the day you saved my soul Till the very moment when I come home I'll sing, I'll dance, my heart will overflow From the day you saved my soul, my love is yours My heart is yours, my life is yours forever Till the very moment when I come home I'll sing, I'll dance, my heart will overflow From the day you saved my soul Alright, we have the younger sister of Eli Addie here And uh, she is She's a very exciting little girl we have growing up and it's just awesome to see where these where these kids are going and so we're going to show her testimony here now and uh and we'll baptize her what does it mean to be a christian it means that you gave, give your life to the lord why did you become a christian because i wanted to give my life to the lord because i know he i can trust him and he can take away my sins how did you become a Christian? I became a Christian when I was three or four, but I've known the Lord all my life. Most of my family members have given their life to the Lord. Why do you want to get baptized? Because I want to show my commitment to the Lord that I have given my life to Him. All right, Addie. In the confession of your faith to Jesus, we want to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name in a land that is plentiful, the streets of abundance flow. Every blessing. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. 
Blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. All right, we have Tehillah here. And this one, this one's a little extra special. I remember Tehillah coming um, on our Monday night group. It was last year, I believe, that she started. And, and just when she walked in, it was like, there's something special about this girl. And, uh, and she has definitely proven that. She is definitely somebody that has, has energy and just draws people around her. People love her and, and uh, you know, our junior youth group is definitely growing because of her influence on people and she has she's influenced people to come to know Jesus and that's that's an amazing thing and so we're going to watch her testimony here now hi i'm Tehila and um, the reason i want to get baptized is because i was at concrete and i was watching other people get baptized and there was a voice in my head saying that Tehillah, you should get baptized too. But like genuinely, I pushed it off because I was like, yeah, no way am I getting baptized. But um, it turns out that, you know, I should. And there were signs everywhere saying I should get baptized. So I prayed about it, read my Bible, and I've decided I think it's time to get baptized. All right. Well, Tehillah, the confession of your faith. I want to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name when I'm found in a desert place, though I walk through the Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to faith. When the darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name. My privilege to introduce you, Jerry Agemba. Perhaps you've seen Jerry playing the drums. Jerry's been at my house many times, eating my food, and enjoys it very much. We're so happy, uh, I'm so happy to have him share this moment with him. His video testimony is right now. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm Jerry, as most of you already know. And um, I'm just gonna start with reading um, 
a verse that uh, speaks to me most um, for this particular day. And it's um, Romans 6 verse 4 that says, um, We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. So um, basically my reason for getting um, baptized um, today is um, because I have come to the point in my life where my walk with God um, has to take a, a deeper a dimension and um, for that to happen, um, like the scripture I just read says, um, we have to be buried in Christ. And um, baptism signifies that. And um, hence my being here this morning to get um, baptized. Um, little history about myself. Um, I'm originally from Nigeria and um, I was born into a Christian home. Um, I've always been um, around uh, the church environment. And then um, um, uh, I grew up in I grew up in Nigeria. I came to Canada for university, and then um, January um, of this year, um, January twenty third of this year is um, when um, the urge in my heart um, began to increase that I needed to um, get baptized because it was around that same time that um, I decided to like rededicate my life to Christ. And then I believe getting baptized today um, will signify the beginning of uh, a new chapter in my life in terms of my relationship with um, Jesus and then my relationship with the Holy Spirit. Uh, and that basically summarizes it. So thank you all for listening to me. God bless. Jerry, based on your confession of the Lord Jesus Christ as he commanded it, we baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Blessed be your name on the road marked with suffering, the pain in the offering. Blessed be your name. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise when the dark. Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glorious name, blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name.
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be your glorious name. We are blessed by Joanne's testimony. So at this point, Joanne is Emily. Based on confession of your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and as he commanded it, we baptize your name now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We'll do verse 3 there, David. Blessed be your name when the sun shining down on me, when the world's all as it should be. Blessed be your name. Every blessing. Every blessing you pour out, I'll turn back to praise. Darkness closes in, Lord, still I will say, Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your name. Blessed be the name of the Lord, blessed be your glory. Have Raven Strong well here. We heard her testimony. One thing she said was, you know what? Is it does it matter what denomination I am to be baptized? I said, it doesn't matter, you just need to know Jesus with all of your heart. And uh, you don't need to know Jesus for 30 years or 40. You don't have to wait till you're good enough to be baptized. You just need to love Jesus with all of your heart. Amen. Amen. And let's just continue to pray for Raven as she serves Jesus every day. Raven, based on confession of your Based on confession of the Lord Jesus Christ, and as he commanded it, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And I believe that's the last person to get baptized this morning. So in a few seconds, Neil and I are just going to sing... Uh, one more song, but if you're here and you want to get out of here quick and go uh, congratulate those that got baptized, or if you see somebody that you don't know and you want to go say, hi, my name is, welcome to Bethel. Um, but just really quick, I started doing this right after the pandemic when we only had one thing happening at the church, just to let people know that things are happening. Uh, now it's kind of getting to be a long list. I'm going to have to figure out a different way to do it. But I'm going to do it one more time here this morning just because there's a couple of new things. But Monday night, we've got Devoted Ministries, which you heard about a lot in the tank there. Tuesday nights, there's, there's online prayer. And they're starting a men's noon hour prayer as well. It'll be for the first time this Tuesday here at the church, if you're interested in that. Floor Hockey's Tuesday night. Wednesday, noon hour prayer in person here at the church. Wednesday nights, junior youth, uh, grades 5 to 8. Thursday, we have a praise and worship practice in small groups that night. Uh, Fridays, grade 9 to 12, senior youth in small groups. And Saturdays, small groups. And next Sunday is communion. And then uh, mixed in there every second week, we have seniors and uh, young adults. So everything is kind of 
in the mix and going strong once again and lots of things for you to get involved in. So let's just close in prayer this morning and then uh, you'll be dismissed and you can go and meet some of the people that have uh, been baptized this morning. So God, we give you the honor. We give you the glory once again. And God, we thank you for new life, Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you for those that are giving their lives to Christ. Father, those that are seeing the light, because you said that you are the light of the world. God, not an organization, not a church, not a religion, but a relationship. So God, we just pray that this morning our lives would be challenged, even as you challenged me as I sang the hymn, It Is Well. The question we need to ask ourselves is, is it well? And God, each and every one of us here this morning need to answer that question. And God, then we can say it is well when we put our faith and trust and hope in you. That God, you have it in control. And we give you the honor. We give you the glory once again. We thank you for the church, the body of Christ. That as we celebrate together and as we mourn together, as we move forward together in, uh, in your Holy Spirit's presence. In Jesus' name, amen. You're dismissed. Those of you that joined us online, we thank you that you let us come into your home, and I pray that you'll have a great day and be blessed and filled with wisdom. Blessed be your name in a land that is plentiful. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Let's continue the conversation online. Visit us at BethelBrandon.ca or follow us on Facebook.